right, so <laughs> the question I think we've all been dying to hear the answer to. Which one is? How did Sober September go? <laughs> it did not go as planned. I, I guess it was my fault for thinking that <laughs> I could go sober on the most alcohol-induced month of the year. Yeah, September celebrations. There's a lot of celebrations going on this past month. We had, the, you have the 9th, the 10th. Uh-huh. You have the 21st. Uh-huh. And then you have, each one of those is like an entire weekend type of thing. Right. Uh, so it's very hard to be sober here in September. And I wasn't able to do so. So you're going to give it another shot, another month maybe? But now we have Halloween. <laughs> October. Right, Halloween. Yeah. We got October the 15th. Uh-huh. We got Halloween the 31st. Uh-huh. Then I have the Kids Bazaar the 21st. Well, I don't know if you need to be drinking for the Kids Bazaar. Well, there's going to be rum for sale. So oh, all right. I got to keep my energy going some way. <laughs> November. November. That's my birthday. Oh, right. The 11th. Yep. Yep. And then December's. No, but I do need to, I probably will need to cut it out at least for a couple of weeks just to give my body a yeah, year I recharge. I've been mm-hmm. doing too heavy on the alcohol. What's your favorite drink, Joe? Oh, easy. Mm-hmm. The five barrel with soda water and a splash of Coke, which is actually called a campechana. Uh-huh. It's uh, Mexico has a state called Campeche. Oh. So that's, I'm not sure if that's where the name come out from, but it's similar, Campeche, Campechana. Uh, it's like a rum and coke, but with soda. It helps for the hangover the next day. You, you're mixing it with a really good rum, like the Traveler's five-year-old, mm-hmm. or we have example, the also the Extra Mature, or Master Extra Mature is pretty good too as well. Mm-hmm. Those are my go-to choices. I'm not a, I'm not a, like, you know, margarita or oh, last time I had a wine hangover it was not good is that when we were on the boat we were on the boat I think you had a few things that day and Joe arrives he was a little hungover we are going over to um, where we are going to turn up and it was in September so the water was so calm thank goodness so it only took us like 45 minutes an hour to get up to turn up but all of a sudden Joe was sitting in the front of the boat and Joe just all of a sudden all of us on the side behind him get up oh no run to the back it's coming and then Joe ended up getting up and going to the back I think you were able to keep it all in but we were all so nervous he was going to come flying back in our faces but I think that's when he maybe mixed the night before you were saying I mixed too much stuff we were were, uh, Crocs right it was Cynthia Uh we did so much that day yeah it was for your birthday right Cynthia Yep. Yeah, it was for Cindy's <laughs> birthday. So and Cynthia's fault, you all of us bonded in on us. <laughs> and we were at Blue Bayou, uh-huh. uh, you know, one of our favorite yeah, spots. Blue Bayou, the secret beach, yeah. We, we started making off with the screwballs, which is the um, peanut butter tasting oh, whiskey. Uh-huh. If you think about it, it's Megan's fault. It's Megan's fault. Megan, if you're listening, it's, it's your fault. <laughs> But that, that was a fun trip, right? It was a fun trip. And it was nice because it was so calm. So usually it takes, what, three, three and a half hours to get out there? Mm-hmm. From what I've been told, I don't know, because it was our first time going out. But we went in September when it was just so, there's no wind. 
we didn't know if we were in the reef or out of the reef, mm-hmm. right? Because it was so calm outside of the reef and it was just a really beautiful place, a really beautiful place. We had some heavy rain once we got there, but it cleared up really quite quickly. You got some good drone footage. Yeah, you know, we're gonna be showing you guys, um, but that's one thing yeah. else to note. September and October may be the slowest months uh, vacation-wise, tourist-wise here in the island, but it's the best month for weather mm-hmm. when it comes to making sure the weather is always right for you. Well, snorkeling and diving, and that's, I know that's a big thing for like yeah, November, December, and so forth. A lot of people come, and that is a big question I always get. How's the weather like? How's the weather like? Right. And it is so unpredictable here because one day it can start in the morning like thundering and lightning and everything and then in the next hour it just clears up and it's all good or the the weather app can tell you tomorrow is going to be sunny and what's not and you wake up and it is and then it just turns the other way around mm-hmm. and sometimes unfortunately people have to postpone or reschedule their um, tours and snorkelings yeah. and diving because they won't go on a bad weather in a rough day mm-hmm. so if you do want to come here and enjoy a good weather for snorkeling, diving, all that stuff, September and October are probably the safest months you can come because yeah. the water is just like a glass, just yeah. beautiful. And the boat ride was so nice. And, and, and I heard so many horror stories about going out of the reef because the water gets so rough and I was <laughs> like not looking forward to for it. To the boat. But thankfully we, we did. And we went on a pretty big boat too as well. Yeah. So that was your first time going out outside the reef and like out the, island hopping? The first, yeah, the first time to turn up. I feel like I've been outside the reef before, but I get really bad motion sickness. So I know I was like hopping boning before going because I was like, I don't want to make this trip miserable. But it really ended up being quite, quite nice. And so I feel like I've been outside the reef before for some fishing, but don't tend to necessarily enjoy it because it is quite choppy most of the time. But and can you remember the last time we went to St. George's Key? Oh yes, that's right. That was, was September as well. Yeah, that uh-huh. was no, no, no. That was in September. Yeah, it's the first that we read like the day before St. George's Key Day. No, we're on St. George's Key Day, huh? Last year, not this year, but last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that day the weather was really rough. Was it? Yeah, remember I, I took my drone <laughs> and I couldn't fly because uh-huh. I wanted to drone St. George's Key, but I couldn't because the weather was oh, rough okay. and the wind was rough. Uh-huh. So that was that. That was my first time outside reef, out island hopping, uh-huh. but I really preferred this one here the yeah. one from and have you, did you see the pictures that um travel Blizz posted about the um half moon key someone posted it and then travel Blizz reposted it and we can see the half moon key in its entire beauty oh i think that should gosh. be our next uh, our, our next, our next island. <laughs> well i did i don't know if you've been down to placentia before but um, one of our friends has a tour company down there, Sandy Coke Belize, and they are awesome. But we ended up going to King Louis Island, I think it was Raguana, and I don't think we made it to the third because the weather was a little bad, but the, the islands down south are quite are quite nice too. But even here around Ambergris, because a lot of the time I think we tend to just go to Key Cocker or go to Secret Beach, there are some nice little spots around here that are, are worth going to. Because you know what the big thing is to a lot of people, especially if they're coming down from the traveling perspective or the tourism perspective, they think Ambergris Key is at this place with really stunning beach lines like Aruba or Bahamas and they get here and they're like, oh, there's sargasm and seagrass. Yes, there is sargasm and seagrass because a lot of the focus on the island here is getting out of the water, like diving and snorkeling because we're so close to the reef there. So I think that 
just at the reality check for people to get Seagull Beach. It's really beautiful and there are spots along the coast mm -hmm. here, but absolutely. You know, check out other places too. Absolutely. I, I think that leads us to our one of our things that we're gonna be talking about is the visiting here and, mm -hmm. and getting um uh, as a real estate agent, I keep telling people, come down here. Yes. And when you come here, you're gonna be coming with different eyes than when you're transitioning to migrating here and then possibly becoming a resident mm -hmm. and then if you reach the point to a citizenship mm -hmm. but there's different eye focuses that people see the island as yeah. they progress through belief and one of the first ones obviously is where they visit first and the expectations that they have and I always tell everyone come down see it for yourself We've got to spend at least a weekend's adventure to really yeah. kind of get a good feel of it. Especially if you don't live here or spend significant time here. And if it's a vacation, you know, four or five days is probably good. But if you want to actually live here, even more than that. But I understand it's hard to get away for longer. Absolutely. And I've had clients who have come and they've been, you know, came here, stayed a couple months, and then they realized that the island wasn't for them. Yeah. And that's fine. It's, it's not for everyone. Yeah. Um, but it's about you finding your right spot too as well. And when you visit here, you realize that there's so many great places to go. And just not just here in the island, mm -hmm. but also in places like Kikaka as well, which is our sister island. And that's one of the things we're going to be touching base on. Where is, what are they? Yeah, where is your favorite place for your <laughs> I'm a I'm a guy of habits, creature of habits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And whenever i go to some place mm -hmm. and i like it i go there again and i go there again and when i recommend something it's because i've been there multiple times and mm -hmm. those multiple times i've gotten great service yep. first which is most important service mm -hmm. and then great food drinks right second um for example let's say we're talking about like dining in the island my my personal top favorites and when you come here and you ask people everybody has a different and, and this doesn't mean that the other ones aren't you know great either yeah. but this is just my creature of habits i do pineapples on the beach which is a ramon yep i do uh, lilies and i do um prefer if i can playa de sala okay. i do that a lot less but every time that i go to playa de sala and i've been there for breakfast for lunches like last time before we filmed right. we were we had lunch there and it was spectacular yeah, it was very good. and then really dinners good. um and they do really great when it comes to view it's just mm -hmm. awesome um but another thing that i've always um noticed is every restaurant and you can agree with me or tell me your perspective every restaurant here has its thing like it's yes. one place that i go because that one place, or two places, or three places, but they have that one signature thing that they're known for, or at least that I know them for. Right. I'll give you an example. At least. Ceviche. The ceviche. The ceviche is great. And the fried, isn't the fried chicken supposed to be really good there? I've never tried it. Well, I, I had to, to the stuff uh. at chicken breast with rice and beans and baked potatoes and so. <laughs> and, and whenever I go there, that's the two things I try. Okay. And, I don't try anything else because it's another place that I love, their ceviche, and I know a lot of people look for great ceviche, mm -hmm. is uh, pineapples. 
It's just okay. my, my uh, thing. I like it. Um, deer surf on their fat pineapples or burgers. Woo! And you sit there and you look at that view that um, Ramones has. Yes. And they have one of, actually, they have one of the most beautiful walking beaches in there. You mentioned do. we don't have a lot of walking beaches, which yeah. is true. But Ramones does such a great job at taking care of their beach and their dock as well. We mentioned yeah. it in the last yeah, the episode. Yeah, a nice dock. <laughs> that they do keep such a good job. And I, I, I tell you, I go there a lot with clients. And I do it purposefully because that place sells them. It's, it is a beautiful area. It's also like the jungle theme there. The jungle. You don't feel nice. like you're in the middle of town. Yep. And if you are, like quite literally right in, in the middle, middle of town, town yeah. in, in between everything, but you come out and you're like, what? <laughs> but I think it's, it gets that jungle feel that it has. Mm -hmm. Remember when your friend was here, the one that gave me a massage at day? We were, at, again, we were. Oh my gosh, Heather, Heather, if you're listening to this, yeah, yeah, Heather, right? and she was staying yeah. there, right? yeah. and it's so comfortable. Yeah. So it's such a great place, great for diving, great uh -huh. for uh, everything else. Yeah. Um, One place have you tried is Cool Beans since they reopened? We did. Yes. Cynthia and I, Cynthia we did, comes up over there. Um, the steak and eggs, Caracara steak. Uh -huh. And then I went over with uh, my friend, uh -huh. and we went for breakfast. And I did it again, and it was whoo, phenomenal. Right. So I start recommending them, but I think I still need to go one more time. I'd be happy to go with you. We'll, we'll, go, we'll, go, we'll go for, yeah, for brunch. The music is really good. The avocado toast. Like sometimes uh, I, I've gone to, a, I love avocado toast, which mm -hmm. that's a different conversation about avocados. But um, <laughs> went down the avocado toast there, and they it's too like really full looking pieces of toast or other places they'll just give you one for like you know the same price but it's i find really good value there it's different it's a different take on food it's not just a standard let's just put a slab of mm -hmm. avocado on it and call it, it a really day nice. it's really really um, good and you know i'll be honest with you um the other day when um my friend was here we went there i was my first time there uh -huh. and she had the avocado toast and i'm not trying to bash anyone but it was great, it was okay, uh -huh. but from what I have heard, people say, oh my God, it's amazing. But I had the steak and I was so You're like a steak. steak kind of guy. <laughs> but even for I her, she was like, she was like um, it's not bad, but we I, we went there for a little bit more higher yeah, expectation. Yeah. And I'm not saying this because to talk bad about them, it just, you know. But, but again, to the thing, yeah. sometimes restaurants become known for that thing. And if you go for that one thing, you're not going to get disappointed yep. for it, you know? Yep. Um, and then we have, those for me are like dining restaurants. What for you? Dining restaurants that you go to a lot. Yeah, I would say, well, Cool Beans is one that I really like. I wouldn't say I go there all that often, but I should because it is really quite good. I started to take more clients there because the service is just good. They're on it um, and the food is really good as well. And then another one, <laughs> I don't really go there all that often, but I order out a lot, especially in the office that we just ordered from there is Sandbar. And the reason that I really like it, it's not necessarily like it's, you know, you're <laughs> saving it for later. <laughs> you know, it's not necessarily like it's like, oh my God, it's so, so good, but it's consistent, right? You know exactly what you're, you're getting. If they tell you a time that they're going to deliver, they deliver it. They deliver. They period, right? So I, I like that consistency aspect of it. And then another favorite 
uh, that I have is Blue Water Girl. The Blue Water Girl, I think just because I started going to Blue Water when I first started coming down in 2012 and with my bosses, that was always where we were going when we were in town. And I don't know if they're listening, but they used to call it, the, they probably still do, the cafe because it was like where they were going all the time. And so that was a place that just kind of stuck with me, you know, with the new owner. I think the new owner has done a really great job at maintaining the reputation and the food yeah. there. But that would be, that would be my my pick. And you know the one that I'm actually a little disappointed has closed down? Remember Casa Picasso? I never went there. Never went there. Oh my God, their food was so good. But Casa Picasso has closed, unfortunately, so that's not going to help out. Maybe whoever's listening and someone who had a relation might say, you yeah. know, maybe we start again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But that was a really, a really good spot. And I noticed. You know, with these places that we go to, I think, at least for me, is like, get yeah, some of it is the food. A lot of it is the food. I like it enough that I'm coming back. But the service, right? The customer service that you're getting when you go to these places is top notch. I guess another one for service I would have to say is Wyo's. It's, it's more like a bar. But at the moment, right? At the moment you walk into Wyo's, they know your name, they know your order. It's a really friendly place, a really friendly environment. You're always going to run into somebody that you know, or if you don't know anyone there, you'll meet people there. And there's just something that they really captured within that that location that I think is really kind of special here. Uh, yeah, and that's good. You're not wrong. I, I keep, Wires is always, is always back. And you kind of, right, transition into what the next one I was going to mention about is like the sports work. Because the ones yeah. that we mentioned first are like more for that dining. nicer dining. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you one thing I want to highlight too, Lilith. It's always been amazing when it comes for the locals as well. Mm-hmm. And a lot of locals are going to agree with me. They have great prices are reasonable. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go there and have a really nice dinner for uh, right not super cheap, but affordable. Affordable. More affordable, more affordable than other places, definitely. And then now when it comes to if you're wanting like a dating, a sports bar and stuff like that, uh, top of my list, Blue Bayou. Yeah. Uh, it's it's my it's my favorite place. So whenever I go to see the other day I went with um, Vines and they were closed and I, oh, no. and I, and I forgot um, and I, then I saw Megan um, post and she's like, oh, we're going to close today and I'm like, Secret Beach for me doesn't feel like Secret Beach without going to Dubai. And this is another thing about developing those type of relationships with those places. As I walk in there, mm-hmm. I don't need to say my order. Those yeah. guys know me. Yep. So what is your usual at Blue Bayou? My, my usual at Blue Bayou is uh, obviously the cappuccino. Right, of course. Sometimes <laughs> they do double check whether I want it with Coke. I just want the soda. Uh-huh. Um, but definitely I do... There's shrimp nachos. Okay. That is my thing for Blue Bayou. Shrimp nachos all the time. Have you tried the fried shrimp quesadilla? Remember the last time you gave me to try it? But my problem is, it's not that it's bad. It's just too cheesy. Oh, there's a lot of cheese. I love cheese. I mean, if you love cheese. If you love cheese, it's the right one for you. I love cheese. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I love cheese. But the problem is, especially mozzarella cheese, makes me break out. Okay. Like, this I would right. be like popping it like an hour later one would be popping and I usually come comes out right, right on my lip. <laughs> that those are her. So I it try to hurt. stay away from the cheesy yeah. stuff. Uh-huh. Not that it's not good. It's just yeah. I try to stay away from it. Um, 
Definitely another one that I always visit a lot of, and it's because it has the same kind of feel to me that Blue Bayou has to me Crocs. Mm. Um, their burger is always has been on point for me. Mm. Then also, again, about the burger, it has been so well, the service that I go there. I'm, I'm a frequent, so they know what I want. Yeah. And that just makes me feel that right. whenever I'm taking clients, yeah. Where I go with clients and they see that the bartender knows what I want, they're like, Oh, this is a cool spot. <laughs> and it truly is. And the thing is, everyone, when you come here, you start making your own little, uh, you start spreading your, your vibe and you start getting uh, to go frequently to those places and you start developing your own stuff. And then, right. you know, if that's not your place, that's fine. Right. It's our place and we love it. Right. Well, and I guess I should have said Crocs. <laughs> No, I'm not going to be, you know, biased to it or anything, but it, it is really quite good. And I think um, since I've been worked on the menu, they redo the menu about, I don't know, three, four months ago, I find more of the food that I like, right? I remember at one time I was like, oh, you don't, he'll, he'd ask me before coming home, oh, do you want me to bring anything home from work for you for dinner? I'm like, no, that's Who's okay. Ivan? Oh, Full disclosure. Full disclosure. <laughs> Who's Ivan? Yeah, he owns Crocs, but he's also my fiance. And so he's like, do you want me to bring anything home for you? And I'm like, no, no, I'm good. And he wants just like pouring Cheerios in a bowl. <laughs> you know, eating it for dinner. But he's like, you just don't like our food, do you? And I was like, well, it's just not that I don't like it, but I just don't need wings and I don't need, you know. Cheesy sticks. The, yeah, the, the cheesy sticks. Those are good. They are good, but they get a lot of cheese. You got to have, share that with friends. Mm -hmm. You, know, you got to get a couple of people because they are quite, quite big. But the food there, I've, I've really enjoyed the food over the last few months there. But you do know I've, been um as as i you know as i do my rounds and i talk to people i meet people i have heard stuff about um, and this is something that i want to do because if i have a platform to take get that word out i want yeah. to um i've had had a lot of feedback from locals on places that don't particularly take well mm. to locals mm. or that I say, yeah, I love this place because the customer service is great and what's that. And then they tell me, really? And then they give me their feedback and they're just like, oh, I didn't know that. And I think it's very important for if you work at a restaurant at a bar and you have locals come to your place, I can get it. Some locals will not be able to tip as well as a tourist, but understand that that local will drive business to your place if you treat them well. Yeah. If I have my people at the places that I go, and whenever I send someone, because if they're asking me, because they trust my judgment. Right? And you recommend it. And I recommend it, it yeah. and I tell them, ask for this person, yeah. he'll take care of you, tell him, Joe sent you, and they will automatically, you know, know okay. This is, mm -hmm. These are joke people. But if you do not handle your locals properly, your place will probably will still be operating. Right. Because business, there's a lot of business opportunities right. here. But I hope that if you find yourself in a place where you where you were intentionally doing this, whether you're a bar owner, a restaurant owner, or just overall the waiters, that you realize um, that your service for the locals matter. Mm -hmm. And that whenever a local recommends you and you've that local has built that bond with that one particular person, they will trust their judgment. 
And, and out of curiosity, Joe, because so like where I am from the States, right? And in the States now, it is a crazy tipping culture. I mean, it has just gotten absolutely crazy. At one point, 15% was standard, then 18% was standard, and now 20% is standard. And now you go to cafes in the States. I mean, they take your order, right? They'll plug it into their little iPad. They'll flip the iPad around. And then, you know, they have no idea what's coming up on the next screen, right? It's your signature. But then it says, how much of a gratuity do you want to add? 18, 20, or 25%. And you're like, whoa, (laughs) this is kind of insane. They're taking the order, which is what I thought they should be doing. But so what you're going with this is they, the the tipping culture in the States has just gotten crazy. And so when somebody's coming down here, uh, whether it's a tourist or even just from the local perspective, like what do you see as normal for the service industry? Well, when I get a little bit too carried away, you know, when right. business is good. When business is good. Um, and I have a good time at a place, I'd probably do decently 15 to 20%. Okay. Uh-huh. That is if it's like an actual restaurant that, you know, they're, they're coming to me. They're, you yeah. Know, that. I do 15 to 20%. I, I don't know. Do you think that's a, that's a good rate? That's, and yeah, I would say 15 to 20%. I'd say 18 is usually like my go to unless it's really good out to like 20%. Yeah. But it's also just because we were so. I feel so guilty if we're not to be, even if the service is bad, like, well, I'll still go to 15%. Well, you know? actually, I don't. But, see, but that's that's good that you I don't. that you have that sort of reaction. I just feel like you're just so guilted in the States. Yeah. You know? It's no, no, so not here. I, I don't, the same thing is here when someone hands you over a bill, mm-hmm. it's not like that where it's like, here's how much you can tip. Right. It's like, tip is... Based on your experience. Based, based, based on your experience, service, yeah. based on your service. Um, Another thing that I realize here is that, for example, if I go to a place, it's very, very unlikely where I'll get really bad service. It truly is. Very unlikely the place. I can't even think of a place where I said, man, the service really sucks. Oh, I've had a couple. Yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm not going to say this. I'm not going to say this, but I do have to share. We went to a breakfast place. <laughs> this place is no longer open. It did end up shutting Clearly. down. Clearly. But we went to a breakfast place, and I ordered like a breakfast sandwich, and they're like, oh, sorry, we don't have any eggs. And so we were like, if we go run to the supermarket and get you eggs, could you make us the breakfast sandwich? And we didn't end up saying that. We just like took our heads, got coffee, and left. Right? But at the end of the day, it was like, used to the breakfast place like you have egg sandwiches you have fried eggs on your menu everything is centered around eggs or most things are so there were some places like that another cafe I went to in the morning I wanted you were there actually but I wanted um they have mimosas on the menu and so I was like oh yeah of course I want a mimosa and they were like oh sorry we don't have orange juice and they were literally right around the corner from the shop right and I think I think one of us got up and like went to go get the orange juice to bring it back yeah. To make the mimosa. Mm-hmm. So there are places like that where I was just like, you, know, you can just walk 10 steps and, and, and make one, the client happy, right? Yeah. And that's one next thing that I I want to highlight. And I know we're having local viewers, viewers look yeah. at us. Um, if you work at a spot and there's something, yeah, I, I get some places the management might be suck or, right. or, or, or the person who's in charge of buying this stuff. Sure. But just be think around the box. Mm-hmm. Just just think around outside the box. Mm-hmm. And make make it happen. Do whatever you can to make it happen for your client. Right. If it's on your ability to do so. Um, if it's not well it's understandable it's not on you, probably whoever is in right. charge of buying. Because I used to work at LC distributors. Yes. 
for six years. Okay. One thing about working at a liquor store is you deal with all sorts of people. <laughs> you deal from the nicest mm -hmm. human beings to like the complete A currents, like A yeah. H currents. Yeah. Um, and that depends on how much alcohol they have had. But, and I do know, and probably my coworkers can testify with that, that I was always the one put in front when there was a difficult client mm -hmm. inside. Because I've always had that customer service um, thing. You kill it with humor. You just you like, kill it with yeah, humor yeah, and yeah just, exactly. You know, just let it go yeah. and what's that. But, and I realized that if we didn't have something, I would tell them, it's because we had a lot of repeat customers. Mm -hmm. They would come in and order, maybe we didn't have it in stock. I'd go to the store and go to the cover competition mm -hmm. and buy it. And even if we're not making a profit on it, right. I would sell it right. just because my boss would always that. tell me they will come back. Yep. And the last thing you want is for them to go to their your competition mm -hmm. because then they might find what they love there and they're not going to come back to you. Yep. So that's one of the lessons that my employer back then taught me. You, if the customer is obviously, some the customers come come across very um, entitled, right. you know. But if the customer is coming across in a nice manner, and you do whatever you can, and trust me, working there, the bigger I was always very nice with people. But if I knew you were a big tipper. Trust me, I'm, I'm going to go above and beyond right. for you. And that's mm -hmm. the thing, because I know you're, I, I, as well, obviously we all want to make money, right? right. You, I know you're a big dipper, I'm going to go across and uh, above and beyond for you. That is my message to the locals. Do whatever you can to make people love you, make people love wherever you work. Or, this is the next thing. You might not love where you work. I get it. There's some places that are not the best. But, if you are standing out and you are loved as an individual, no matter where you go in this island, people are going to go wherever yeah. you're working because they like you. Yeah. And I have a couple characters that I know mm -hmm. that they move from place to place right. every now and then. And people go to that bar or go to that restaurant just because yeah. of that person or a tour guide. Or yeah. so. so do build your own brand. As a local, build your own brand. Be the best you can be at customer service, because it will be a rewarding experience. It will, and we, you know, we were talking about this earlier. So there was um, a bar. There's a bar here with a bartender that was really well known, really well liked, and he ended up needing some surgery, and the, the surgery costs were just absolutely astronomical. And the community came together to have fundraisers for him to help pay for the medical bills. They were doing so much to really help support this bartender because they like him as an individual. And I just, I had got the chills. I remember when we did a blood donation and there was a handful of us that went, I don't know, maybe 20, 25 of us that went from San Pedro to Belize City to go donate blood for him. And it was just so neat to see the community really come together for that. And I think, I mean, from my perspective, that's something that I really appreciate about living here, right? And I am a foreigner, like I tell you that I'm the gringa, I get it. But what I found here and one of the big reasons I've enjoyed staying here is because of the people and the network and the community and the relationships that you end up building. And you know that you have people that'll have your back and support you when you're going through tough times. But a lot of it, like we were saying, comes back to the service industry and service and how you treat others mm -hmm. and Absolutely. feeling good. And, yeah. and it does lead to one of our next things that we wanted to talk about is 
if you're coming here and visiting, right? You 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 come here as a visitor, and everything. If you're looking at from a vacation standpoint, everything is just so magical, and everything just flows. Like when they said the rose-colored glasses. Rose glasses <laughs> just if you go from visiting to migrating, whether you're coming here for a couple weeks, longer time, to figure out if this is a place for you a couple months, you're migrating. I know this is a thing back in the States about being Karen, being a Karen. <laughs> yeah. 